0: My dog loves her crate when I'm in the house. When I shut her in to leave, she bends the crate to get out just to sit at the door until I get back. That's called
1: separation anxiety. So what you need to do is it's – so how do you stop an unwanted behavior? So what you need to do is set your dog up, leave the house, have a video camera on your dog. When your dog starts getting out of putting its mouth in the bars, you make it suck put its mouth on the bars. It won't hate the crate. It won't hate you. It'll stop betting the bars. Also, during the day, practice a lot of kennel up, kennel up on command, and then down. So kennel up and then down. Kennel up and then down for long durations. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing?
0: Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners.
1: Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey everybody, how are you? Good evening. We are live, unmuted.
0: We forgot to unmute the mic. Yeah, I, we
1: ago. always muted beforehand. Um, you know, no one went to listen to the government hearing our, our conspiracy talk before the show. Hi, everybody, how are you? This is Jeff of uh Sally k Training and the lovely Joel also solid canine training in a new company we just formed actually jg media which is where all of our online paid content is sitting now and Joel will put up a link to that and in today's stories i put up um i did i really talked a lot about the um green to graduate course the green to, green to graduate course is um little you can take an untrained dog and make it an off-leash trained dog through this course. Mm-hmm. And it's $197 and it literally shows you, it's like 27 different videos.
0: It's the best it's, course.
1: It, it literally shows you, we use food at the beginning, start to finish and it takes you through every step of the way that we use to get dogs to be um, off these trained. Also, this is our first Friday that we brought back Fridays. We used to do this three days a week. We switched to one day a week, but now we're down in Florida, got a little bit more time plus we want to add value to to the consumer, to the marketplace, by helping as many people as possible. So this is a Q&A show. You're going to um, – what you're going to do is you're going to type your question in, and then you will get it read by Joelle, and then I will answer it. Now, most of these questions need a much longer answer. That's the great thing about our Patreon page. For mm. $10 a month, there is four Zoom rooms, plus you also get 20% off of our courses, and um, it, meanwhile, most of our content is free. Yep. Instagram is free. Facebook is free. YouTube, is, YouTube free. is free. And our Q&A is free. So there's a lot of free content. So And then we also have a boarding train in Providence. And as of next week, we are starting to do two-hour problem-solving sessions in the Bradentine, Sarasota area, where we come to your place. So we will come to you for two hours and the form will be go up. Um, It'll be official next week. There'll be a page on our website that will explain it all. And then probably in a couple of months, um, we will possibly be doing boarding trains with easy dogs, easy dogs, two-week boarding trains, simple dogs. Basically, all obedience training. We'll stop some minor stuff, but it's not like up in Rhode Island where we deal with, you know, man eaters. We're just not, we're just not set up for that, but the dogs will actually be living in this house and living our lifestyle. So we'll get more into that. We'll do a whole show actually announcing that explaining what it is. Um, So that's for everybody in Bradenton and Sarasota. And we're not driving more than 30 minutes to see you. I mean, you cannot bring your dog to us. Because we have no facility. All right. So let's get going.
0: All right. Uh, Delta Love, Jeff and Joelle, heart you both. Glad to catch you oh, live. Oh, well, thank you. Also, she said, my GSD, five years old, still rushes the door when a cat or dog comes by. Humans, she just wags her tail. How do I stop this? She needs to guard, not be friendly.
1: Okay. So, my question is what, in, we'll talk, that's another thing I forgot to talk about. Most people on this show ask me how to stop things. So, I will use the word punishment, apply a punisher. And punishment has been hijacked by lots of the, the population to mean abuse. It's the farthest thing from abuse. That there is. It's got actually nothing to do with abuse at all. All right? It's the opposite of a reward. It is you're not mad. You're not angry. You're not upset. You're not holding a grudge. It is just one and done. That's it. So now you have to find a, a powerful punisher that has meaning to your dog. A remote collar is fantastic for that. So dog rushes the door. You actually set it up. Have somebody knock on the door, have a dog walk by. You say no, that's your marker word. It's important that you use your marker words. You say no, wait a little bit, and then you apply a punisher on the remote collar, which is a fantastic tool because you can use it up to a mile away and some go up to eight miles away. You can whisper or you can shout. You can fully obedience train your dog, stop separation anxiety, help a nervous, fearful, anxious dog, and you can actually stop aggression and you can stop just about any unwanted behavior along with obviously a lot of training protocols. It is just a communication tool, but it's one of the most fantastic training tools out there that there is. We train with food. It actually works better than food um so you you would correct your dog high how high high enough for your dog not to want to do it again that's why underground fences historically worked and those also fail sometimes so you need to make it suck to do that behavior so you should struggle for a moment but now you have that information once you have that information and you apply that information the struggle is over that is how quick it can stop there are so many people that have these long drawn out scenarios multi-level complicated as fuck it's like no your dog does something you don't like you mark that behavior with no you apply a punisher it historically extinguishes the behavior You are not creating a ticking time bomb. You are not ruining the relationship. You are not creating a fearful, anxious dog. Like all the bullshit that you read about. Those are all cut and paste lies from people who actually are not in the arena doing the work. The people that are in the arena doing the work knows that it actually works. So if you've never had acupuncture before you'll think that it's some freaky thing. But if you've had huge success from acupuncture, you'll be like, yep, it's real, and it's the greatest thing there is. So acupuncture brought my dog Uma from not walking to walking in one session. How about them apples? Next.
0: Um, Oak Barrel Barbecue said,
1: hey. Hey, Oak Barrel.
0: <laughs> Jamaica said... Heyo, happy Friday. Hello. Jamaica. Delta love. I give her treats when she does good and use e-collar when she messes up.
1: So, enough with the treats right now. And if you're using the remote collar, how high are you going with the remote collar? So, right down here, how high are you going on the remote collar? Next.
0: Um, Anika said, awesome.
1: I think that's, that's- it. Oh, yeah, thank awesome. you. Awesome. Awesome sauce to you.
0: Delta Love, my previous post, guess you can't see. Yeah, we saw them all. Yeah, no, we've seen them
1: all. We're going to get to them. Give us some fucking time. <laughs> Who is that, Delta Love? Yeah. When you write 50 fucking questions in the first two minutes, it does take us time to get to them. Patience, my dear. Patience. Next.
0: Uh, I posted the link to the Patreon channel if you guys are interested. It's patreon.com slash training. Yes. Delta Love also said glad you're going to be in Florida.
1: Yes, we're here right now.
0: Phil, my dog loves her crate when I'm in the house. When I shut her in to leave, she bends the crate to get out just to sit at the door until I get back. That's Please called help.
1: separation anxiety. So what you need to do is it's so how do you stop an unwanted behavior? Now, what you're going to hear, I like to I like to expose all the lies in and I never name trainers. And that's another thing is like I'm constantly bashed by name by other trainers. That's the most unprofessional thing. A little a little bit of advice for trainers out there. Whether you're first starting out or you're a seasoned trainer, to bash another trainer, let alone human, by name or by the guy with a long ponytail that has a podcast with glasses, okay?
0: It's so discreet. What do
1: you mean? It's so unprofessional. You are not hurting my business. You are not hurting my feelings. You are not hurting me. My clients think you're a joke. And actually, the marketplace thinks you're a joke as well. You will always have your followers. You will always have your fans. But stop doing that because it's unprofessional. A little bit of advice for all the new dog trainers out there. One of the reasons why we are so successful.
0: Did you answer the separation anxiety? So what
1: you need to do is set your dog up leave the house, have a video camera on your dog. When your dog starts getting out of putting its mouth on the bars, you make it suck to put its mouth on the bars. It won't hate the crate, it won't hate you, it'll stop bending the bars. Also during the day, practice a lot of kennel up, kennel up on command and then down. So kennel up and then down, kennel up and then down for long durations, next.
0: Delta love said, I do tell her to watch when a human goes by and off when she goes at dogs and cats.
1: Why do you tell her to watch? Why? I You're... think she
0: wants her guarding. I think in the first question she said, But why that? do you
1: need a watchdog? Get a lock on your door, a gun by your side, get lights on, an alarm system. You do not need a dog to, to guard you. You don't. Because whoever breaks in your house is going to be so high on drugs, your dog, they won't even see the dog or feel the dog if it bites them. true and i'm even if you're a female living by yourself i'm very aware of the statistics you still it's still not going to help especially when you're in your house just letting you know so you don't want a watchdog you know why you know who's gonna get bit amazon that's who's gonna get bit so enough with the watch next
0: Veronica, I'm shocked at how well you're to graduate program and your methods work. In less than a month, I've taken my dog with a ton of walking and training and other program certifications from a hot mess to calm and under control of herself. Yeah. No more charging and jumping at us, lays down yeah. at the kitchen doorway on her own and more. She's only seven months old and went from being like a three-month-old Dane to a five-year-old Dane. Yep.
1: Yeah. So certifications don't mean shit. Just to let you know, they have nothing to do with the real world as far as trainers and dogs. There's nothing to do with the real world, nothing to do with family pet dogs. So, um, and the reason why the Green to Graduate works is we only make videos that actually work. So everything we make a video on, we have done anywhere from 500 to 10,000 times or more. And so what we did was we took 20 years of experience And we put it into video format, and that's how the green to graduate was formed. It's the best 197 dollars you've ever spent. You actually do not need a dog trainer if you actually get that, and use common sense and follow the program to the T. Next,
0: Delta loves to thank you both, and the highest she's gone is about 40 on the 40.
1: Okay, you're tickling your dog's balls if it's a male, or it's a figure of speech anyway try 100 how much does it suck to rush the front door try 100 for a few seconds it's not pretty i don't enjoy it but you know what you're not going to be back next week asking the same question because why it will be solved next
0: Russ and Deanna, let me know if either of you ever come to Washington State. My dogs don't rush the door, but they always bark at the door, even if it's just my kids coming home. How can I train them to only alert with, like, one bark? It is so loud with three Great Danes. Right,
1: so the chance of us coming to Washington State is slim to none. We just moved the camera. All right, so we probably won't be coming there. Right now we're not on the road, but we will possibly be on the road, but probably not Washington, but we might, actually just, we might just go over the border into Oregon, though, all right? um you don't need us to come there anyway we can solve this right now for free or we can do it on a paid consult and i offer one-on-ones and that's our own academy as well and then don't forget patreon members get 20 percent off the consults again i already mentioned this remote collar on your dogs make the barking at the door suck now a lot of people say they want their dogs to bark i'm not talking about an alert bark i'm talking about the barking that was just talked about where the dog's don't shut up. You say no, you correct. End of story. The end. Turn off the lights. Go to sleep. We'll see you tomorrow. Next.
0: Lisa said thank you for keeping Jeff on track, Joel. LOL. Someone's got to. That is
1: one of her many hats.
0: Yeah. I one think of it's her the most important one.
1: No, there are more there's more important than that one. But on the show, that's probably the most important one. Yeah.
0: Ben said, good evening, Jeff and Joel. Hey, Hey, Ben, Ben. how are you? Kendra, oh, my gosh, we got a five-parter.
1: Kendra, I swear I will spank you. Oh, my God. Best question she writes, fucking 20 20 posts. She's like, please, can I have another?
0: God, hello, Jeff and Joel. My dog starts to shake like crazy whenever he knows or sees that a transition is coming. For example, we go for our daily walk around the same time, and he'll be shaking before it. Yeah. Or when he sees us getting ready to leave, yep. when we come home, and when he knows he's about to be fed, other things set him off too. Yep. Doesn't matter if he's in place or the crate. He tries to control himself by laying still, and some sometimes keeps his head down, but will also look around at me, yeah. where he knows he's going next, and shakes like crazy. Yep. Uh, hold on, I gotta find the rest. I just got bumps. There's more. Yeah, there's more. Kendra, <laughs> I think you're you're
1: trying my matter. patience.
0: I keep the transitions slash my voice calm, so I don't know why this behavior is going on, even though he's trying to control himself. Do I correct his shaking and state of mind? Thank you so much for your help, okay. insight, for everything you both do. All right.
1: So let's say you were a big dessert person, a huge dessert person. love banana splits. Loved them, loved them, loved them. Look at the menu. They got banana splits. You get excited. The server comes over. Server's nice and calm you say, can not please have a banana split? Server says, of course. server says, of course, shows no emotion. And here you are freaking out because you love banana splits. And the server was calm. So the server being calm has got nothing to do with your excitement. Why? Because you fucking love banana splits.
0: Such an interesting analogy.
1: Okay, so can you correct over arousal? Yes, you can. Now, the inf- what do we do with a bonker? No bonk. The problem with that is there's so much information on social media that says you shouldn't do that. The dog will then not like doing that activity. Really? So if the, the person you were eating a meal with, unless you are the kind of person that actually actually goes out by herself and wears banana splits, and it sounds like you might be. All right. If they said, hey, calm down. Cut the shit. Enough already. It's coming in a little bit. What are you going to do? Start hating banana splits? Nothing is going to stop you from loving a banana split. Next.
0: I haven't had a banana split in years. That used to be my Mm. go-to. We did
1: have dairy-free ice cream.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. A
1: couple of nights ago. It's
0: nothing like a banana split. No. I'm sorry. Banana splits are the shit. But they
1: probably could have made a gluten-free, dairy-free banana split. Because bananas are fine, we can do the chocolate sauce. Could do the cherry. They have to probably change Cody on it.
0: Could do coconut whipped cream. Yep,
1: coconut whipped cream.
0: And then you just need yeah the three three different three. flavors.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely can do it. Mm. Definitely can do it.
0: Jamaica, could you move to e caller CS for the dog that recalls on a long line, but is looking distracted and slow about it? So, have you moved the dog to correctional on the leash yet? Yep. Like done firm pops for all that distraction? That's what I would do first to really proof my recall, and then I'd go to remote. Right. You might just need one, one or two sessions of like where there's actually a consequence for being distracted and stuff.
1: So, it's we our, our our formula our formula for remote collar training is we teach dogs off the collar first up to correction level, and then we layer the collar on from the very beginning, but, the, but it's much smoother, and then the dog understands the language. So what you're doing is you're teaching your dog what you want, and now you're just introducing a different pressure source where food, which we still use food at the beginning of remote collar training, but at least pressure gets reduced, next.
0: Beverly helping friend with an incredibly high high drive dog on anything that moves squirrels chipmunks ants etc goes zero to a hundred in a nanosecond explosive right. to other dogs best, best. any suggestions with this type of dog yes
1: what you do is this you set the dog up to fail we do this all the time there's there's so many hate videos out there about me so many and it, it's fine because it's all my content and it's like whatever it's like thanks for the business because it whatever it doesn't matter to me so but one of the hate videos is me quote-unquote hitting which is i'm bonking the dog hitting dogs that are doing nothing sitting there there's two dogs one is a great pyrenees which is 135 pound service dog that was attacked off leash became dog actually aggressive um And um, it pulled this woman out of her wheelchair and flattened her on her face. But nobody really cares about that part. They just care about about the towel hitting the dog. And then there's the black dog that when it sees a bicycle, it actually bites its owner in the leg. So what we do is we set the dogs up to fail. And we catch them at the loading stage. The loading stage is the pre-bad behavior look. Every dog does it, even if it's a split second. You say no you apply your punisher. Now what you've done is you've changed the dog's thought pattern. No now becomes a powerful marker. Now, after you do that, now the dog understands what not to do. But once the dog explodes, it's too late. It goes deaf. It's in drive. It's not going to hear you. A lot of people believe that it's, it's the timing is wrong not to be egotistical or cocky or confident um the timing is actually impeccable that's exactly how you bonk. next
0: ten dollar top chat from lisa two new neighbors have two bully breed mixed females i have two very small dogs i have a fence yard but they seem intense and my girls bark at them as well i'm nervous at their dogs energy suggestions please
1: so lisa number one there's nothing you can do about the neighbor's dogs unless they are jumping up on your fence or pushing on your fence or constantly barking at the fence, but it sounds like your dogs are participating in the extracurricular activities as well. What you can do is train your dogs not to bark in response. That's what you can do. So that you've got control over because you can only control on what you can actually control. Now, once you've eliminated that problem, you've taught Fluffy and Fluffette to not bark back at the other dogs, all right? Now, it's all on the neighbor. So now you've got a neighbor with possibly two barking dogs. If it goes on for too long, there's something called nuisance laws that you can possibly apply. If they're trying to break through your fence, then you've got another issue there as well. And if they're trying to jump over your fence, you've got another issue there as well. Also, if they're barking so loud where you can't be outside and even do a podcast, do an online consult, do a um, talk on the phone. Like I had the problem with my neighbor here when we first moved down here. And I addressed that two times very politely. And on the third time I was semi much more direct. And I immediately stopped the problem. Why? Because I applied a punisher that actually had meaning to it, but it was verbal, but I was also calm, but I just knew what to say. So address... Clean your own home first, and then worry about the rest of the neighborhood. Next.
0: Skylar, I have a blue healer who loves to pin other dogs during play. I've used the prong collar and an e-collar to correct her, but I fear that I'm going to make her not want to play with my other dogs. I want to correct her rude behavior without causing fear.
1: Right. Okay. So let's forget about, let's, let's talk about this fear thing, and let's throw that out the door. All right. You're probably not going to cause fear with your blue healer. Blue healers are thrown around like dish towels by cattle. All right. So you're not going to cause fear in your blue healer. Now, what I would do is I wouldn't use the prong because that means it has to be attached to a leash and you don't need to be have your dog attached to a leash during play. I would teach your dog the out command. So we've got a video on out away from whatever. And we use that too for rough play of dogs to separate them verbally. And any dog that's good at it, will do it in a split second. We've got some great videos demonstrating that. Also, what you're going to do is you're going to correct the pinning. Now, your dog, if you say no, and then you correct, the dog won't be afraid to play with other dogs. That's a misconception. Next.
0: I keep getting bumped Enjoyed the journey dog training Sorry I missed the beginning Was teaching an elderly couple how to make a mini bunker For the rowdy chihuahua at a nudist colony Nice
1: Did you dress appropriately, Holly? If you did, Jeff at SolidCanineTraining.com Just JPEG format Next
0: Ben, I have a five month old Springer Spaniel And my friend came around today And she jumped up at them So I gave her a very firm pop on the prong
1: Excellent, good job Make sure you say no beforehand, but even if you don't, it still works. I have videos of me showing how to stop dogging jumping from one to three seconds. It works. If it doesn't work, it's most likely human error, not to not to own or blame or shame, but for some weird reason, it's worked for us around the world thousands of times. Dogs never jump on us, ever, and they also don't jump on like other people that we work with. So... Um, if you say no first, and I don't say no in that video. So sometimes the act of a bad behavior, a correction is applied. Next.
0: Jessica, hi, I have a dog whose recall off leash is hit and miss and who has recently started going after runners and bikers. I've been working on baseline e-collar training at home with my dog. He doesn't do anything really bad at home. So I haven't gone up high on the collar. Um, I'm wondering about how to test his response at the higher charge both how much higher to go and trying it in response to this bad behavior when if he doesn't respond there could be a bad interaction right
1: okay couple of things as somebody that bikes and is a past runner who's been knocked over by dogs but now that i bike and joelle just bought a bike yesterday and we have some off-leash dogs here and i will let you know that if your off-leash dog ran up to me while i was biking it wouldn't Only one of us is going to be moving away from the scene. It's called self-preservation. And I wouldn't enjoy doing it, but I'm not going to have your dog bite me on the leg or knock me off my bike. Or if I'm with my son, knock him off his bike and injure him. And possibly bite him once one of us are down. So your dog also could be killed by getting hit by something. Same with joggers. All right. So if you need this is the thing is you have to correct your dog firmly in the house for something. So if you have not had the opportunity to create the opportunity to set up a situation in your home where the dog is not going to listen. There's always a way you can always have a high enough distraction to make it work. How do you make sure you get a good recall outside at a correction level with a fenced in yard where the dog cannot escape? You do it with no distractions first, medium distractions, high distractions. First, you do it, no distractions. But first, you need to know that your dog absolutely positively knows recall. It sounds like your dog does because it's a hit or miss. It just sounds like if something's important to the dog, more important than you, the dog says F you. When I was 16 to 18, 16 to 17, I lived with my folks. I broke curfew often. Why? Because the ladies were way more important than the curfew. Got it? No ladies, curfew kept. Ladies, 5 a.m. curfew in my world. Got it? Next.
0: Um, Jenny, haven't tried the e-collar yet. 10-pound, five-month Cavachon Bonker absolutely works, but how the hell am I supposed to have a bonker in hand at all times so I can get the loading phase? Am I supposed to walk around with a bonker in one hand all the time? No,
1: not at all. Not at all. You can get your dog um, off of all tools if you wanted to. You need to be saying the word no. First, the reason why we bonk is because we're really trying to get that dog to understand no. That is why we bonk. That is literally why we bonk. That is why we apply any Punisher to a dog, is so they actually understand the word no, because we want our dogs to be verbally compliant. We want our dogs to actually understand not only the command, but actually the word no. Also, you've got a young puppy your puppies can be constantly finding new things to do that it's not supposed to do. I've got a feeling that you're underwhelming your dog. Number one. Also, you should be setting your dog up for a lot of different scenarios in the house. You should probably do a show on this. Going to write that on your phone or make a mental note or do something about like our next real talk it should be about the concept of setting up your dog to fail
0: mm-hmm. and
1: why how important that is. Um, we're going to do a real talk on that. It's an hour long show where we're going to talk about this concept literally for an hour, just the two of us and nothing else. So um, you need to establish a good no for your dog. Next.
0: Um, let's see, Cindy, I bought the green to graduate and I was wondering what length of leash you all use. We only have a six foot leash and I know it's way too short. No,
1: not well, at all for
0: recall. For, you rec- at least for recall. 15 or 20 feet. Yeah.
1: But the leash, a lot of people ask us though, I guess that's a trigger question for me because a lot of people will see our videos and they're like, what kind of leashes do you use? And they're not talking about length. They're just like, what style of leash? Like, you can train a dog on a shoestring.
0: I think in our puppy class, the the long line we were using got, like, trashed. He, like, ran through the mud with it. We had, like, two normal leashes like clipped together together, right 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 so ghetto yeah it works doesn't matter yeah like it got the job done. but when you're
1: training recall though you're going to want a longer leash because you want to be able to have the dog on leash with recall you don't want to just be doing six foot recalls next
0: um phil thank you for answering previous question reactive gsd who is getting better over time but a dog charged her and now she has gone back to highly reactive
1: yep so what I would do is you, gotta, you don't have to quite start over, but conceptually you're starting over, but length of time-wise, you don't. Or, unfortunately, on the flip side, to be totally transparent with you, that might have just fucked up the dog. Not forever, but set that dog way, way back. That's why rushing dogs get booted in the face with us. And again, Jeff kicks dogs. I don't kick dogs for not doing a downstay. I don't kick dogs for not obeying a command. I don't kick a dog for, like, barking at the front door. But you rush me, you rush my kids, you rush my dogs, the, at the minimum, you'll get a boot in the face. At the minimum. And we will, we will go up from there, and I'll let the dog decide if I need to. Next.
0: Veronica, that was my point. Getting a certification using positive training is b s. The only positive thing about those group classes was socializing my dog in a controlled environment. correct: I suppose eighty five dollars for eight classes was exactly what I paid for. You took me further in two weeks than they did in three months. That's a clue, their method. teach party tricks, but don't train a dog right one ninety seven for green to graduate is worth it.
1: Right. So you literally described this scam. Of most dog trainers out there. Now, I, we, our company, I believe firmly that reward-based training works. That is how you teach a dog stuff. That is what we do. We train with rewards. We train positive reinforcements. We use food. Now, with a nervous, fearful dog, you can't use food. And anybody that works with nervous, fearful dogs knows that. So you still have to have good leash handling skills, but you cannot stop a behavior with a reward. Also, proofing the dog to actually do the command in a controlled environment, let alone alone in public, rewards are very, very challenging. So you need to teach the dog the concept of no. Not teaching a dog the concept of no, not teaching the dog good public access skills and how, to, and how to live in the real world, the real world, not just a classroom, is the biggest disservice that you can do to a dog. And to me, frankly, that's not dog ownership. Now, you don't have to be like us, who we take our dogs everywhere off leash, and we live a great life with our dogs. Hiking, biking, at the beach, outdoor cafes. You don't have to be like that if you don't want to. But you should be able to at least have your dog on a leash under control at a farmer's market. You should be able to go to an outdoor cafe, drop your dog into a downstay for two hours, and enjoy a meal. There's no reason why anybody can't achieve that in a couple of weeks. Next.
0: Tony, how young is too young for the e collar And what is the minimum age for board and train kind of Corsell pup?
1: So we don't like boarding trains to come in until they can, to, at least they can sleep through the night and are at least crate trained, number one. As far as how young for a remote cower, you can start a lot for a Corso. You can start actually a bigger, a larger breed at 14 weeks. Now, you're not using it to correct behavior. You're using it to just at a low level as another pressure source. Okay, using food to train a dog is using a pressure on and off system. A leash, same thing. A remote, same thing. Your body, same thing. A ball, same thing. So, one of my dogs who's no longer with me. If I really wanted to stress her out, guess what I did? I held up a ball and didn't give it to her. Why? I'm applying lots of pressure to the dog. Guess how I released that pressure? through the ball. Think about that. This dog could take a, this dog never reacted around a remote cow like that, but not giving her the ball. That was like, that's like taking away a kid's cell phone. Next.
0: Ross said, "So glad it worked, Veronica. I knew that is exactly what you needed. They have the best training programs. Love Jeff and Joelle."
1: Thank you. Oh, thank I don't you. know if it's the best. There, there is just a just a. I
0: think Green to Graduate is. Okay, the
1: best. it's the best that we're, we're we're doing right now. Well, our boarding train is, but as far as our, our courses right now, it's, it's it's the best. It's the best that we're doing. Just, but there's a, just keep in mind there are a lot of good dog trainers out there doing good work.
0: Next, Rebecca, why do you recommend a bonker for over arousal versus the e collar?
1: Because a bonker is probably one of the, in general, one of the, why, because it works, that's why. It works, and people that don't use the bonker, they don't have an opinion in it because they're not in the same arena. But the reason why it works is because often when a dog is over aroused, a remote power can actually increase arousal. Now, with every dog, no, but after 20 years and 10,000 dogs, we've seen it happen a lot. All I've ever seen the bonker do and I've wonked a lot of dogs before, is stop over arousal. Not shut a dog down, not made a dog afraid. Let's talk about fear though. Fear in the moment is okay, by the way. This whole don't train with fear is fucking bullshit. Fear in the moment is okay. They recover really quickly. Who doesn't like to go get a shot? Who doesn't like to get a shot? When you go to the doctor's office, you know you're going to get a shot. Do you sense any fear? Yes, you do. Guess what? When you leave, are you still afraid? No, you're not. Got it? Fear in the moment is not bad. Next.
0: Chantel, when buying Mini Educators for multiple dogs, is the one for multiple dogs better or single ones for each dog?
1: All depends on your coordination. I prefer one handset up to four collars.
0: Oh, see, I don't. I prefer separate. So Because
1: it's easy to fuck up.
0: When you're training, like, if they've never been trained before, I would definitely do individual. Right. And then maybe later on you can sync them up and maybe have, like, two two-dog systems. Right. But... You're right. going to forget which freaking button to push. Yep. So just mm.
1: yep. keep in mind that, that, that say you lost. Say you had two dogs, but you lost one of the receivers. You can just buy the receiver and sync it up. So you can turn a one-dog unit into a two-dog unit. Next.
0: Lisa, I do have to walk by them daily as I walk two times a day. My girls are great with other dogs, but noisy.
1: So I would stop the noise. It's annoying. Who wants to listen to that? It's also stressful for the dogs and for you. Next.
0: Kendra, haha! I love ice cream. Thank you. See
1: that? Kendra can relate. Next.
0: Um, Sid, hi, J&J. No questions. All is well currently. Thank oh, you both for good. all you do. You've changed my life and my dogs for the better, and I am eternally grateful beyond words. Thank you. Wow, that's so nice.
1: Sid, it's comments like yours, which I get <laughs> tons of, by the way, that make, that's why I don't give a flying fuck about haters who actually, I'll never know. They don't know me. But people like Sid, who's, a, who's been a follower for a while, is on our Patreon page, and um, actually, like, I, we actually help. And we have tens of thousands of people like Sid. Like, that's why I, I don't give a shit about the millions and millions of haters out there. Dog trainer or client. Next. Or newspaper or the BBC. Next.
0: Lisa, so thank you very much. You're welcome. Ben said he stopped the jumping in one second. Or Alec Baldwin. Oh my God.
1: Who, who actually bashed me on his Twitter page.
0: Ofer, when people ask why I have so many correction collars on my dog, e-collar, and prong, I tell them that I wish there were more technologies I could put on her. <laughs> Their reaction is priceless. <laughs>
1: Ofer, next time, tell them, you should see what I have on, strapped to my dog's balls. <laughs> okay? What's the translation into Hebrew on that one? She's
0: a girl dog. That's,
1: well, anyway, it's a figure of speech. Right. Carol. You should see what I have shoved That's up my, my dog's butt. <laughs> see what
0: I have strapped to my own balls. That's right. Carol A, <laughs> my one-year-old GSD goes absolutely nuts when I go on my deck to feed the birds. Right. He now started to jump on me and tries to bite me. Whoa. In bird seed container. Whoa. Whoa. I placed him in another area when I go out there but I'm worried about his reaction. Someone suggested he's jealous of me feeding the wildlife. Oh. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. suggestions? Yeah, maybe
1: you should fucking call. I don't even know if anybody remembers who Dear Abby is. Who is Dear Abby? She's like you. She was a columnist. She was around forever. This is back when people read the newspaper, which is March are all tabloids now. They're actually not the newspaper. They're all tabloids. Dear
0: Abby. Okay, but
1: Dear Abby was a columnist. It's like, Jealous? it's Like, call fucking, write a letter to Dear Abby about that dog. Like, anybody gives a flying fuck what you think.
0: How dare you feed those birds? Okay,
1: so your dog's not jealous at all. Your dog's being a jerk.
0: <laughs> this is a weird thing. He's getting all aroused over the bird. Yeah.
1: So this is what you do. Your real question is, hey Jeff, how do I stop my dog from doing this? That's the question. So, all together now, how do you stop an unwanted behavior? You don't put them in another room. You don't have to put them in command. You make the act of jumping on you, getting over aroused and trying to bite you suck. How do you do that? You say, no, you use a remote collar or somebody comes from behind. They say, no, you say, no, and they bonk. Guess what your dog does. It stops the behavior simple as that now afterwards if you want to tell the dog to go to a place you can but step one is always the punisher next
0: that might be like i'm just sitting here like thinking i'm like that's probably one of the most bizarre things i've heard on the show to date are you serious That and no david's
1: (laughs) turtle thing is the most bizarre thing this
0: one might be the second (laughs) no
1: i got being jumped on because you're feeding the birds are you serious? Out the hell out of you, I all,
0: you for that. Out of all the questions that we fucking I get. I don't know why, but like I feel like no one's ever asked anything like that. No, it. nobody's ever actually it reminded me of the David Smith thing with the turtle. But nobody's
1: actually ever mentioned this is our 850th episode, and then I did six years of radio show <laughs> before insane. this. Nobody's ever thrown <laughs> right. the word bird seed into the conversation. So that's
0: insane. Like okay. it, it might be the most bizarre one. Okay. Cindy, it's like you think you've heard it all. <laughs> Thank you very much. I we were just telling
1: Ofer to strap shit to his dog's I balls see. and shove stuff up his dog's ass and then what's strapped to your balls. And now you're fucking making a comment about birds
0: <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Cindy said, thank you very much. I should have been more specific that I was wanting to train Recall. I really appreciate you guys and all your
1: help. Yes, you're welcome.
0: So go with it. Th- I would go with a 20 foot lead. That's a good length. Lynette, yeah. I believe you get what you pay for. Yes.
1: Well, there's a lot of good free advice out there. That's true. There's a lot of good free advice out there. I've gotten tons of good free advice actually. Actually, our air conditioner, our air conditioning broke down in this house last night. It no, got up two
0: nights ago. Two nights, it was ago. Two nights with no AC it was so. No, we didn't.
1: We had one. We had one. Two. No, he came last night at, at three and o'clock. The night
0: before we didn't have it, Jeff. It's two nights. And One the night, night
1: was even worse. Okay, the second night was hot. Okay, I only remember the second night. Okay, too. Anyway, it's right. The first night we didn't have it. The second night, the parts. So it. they came in. They couldn't fix it. They came back. He only charged me for the parts, and he charged me fifty dollars for labor. In Florida, with no AC, and he came out to this house.
0: Sweating our freaking twice. asses off.
1: And guess what? The first time he came out was nine o'clock at night. He stops his day at six. I held the flashlight. He put in the part. So.
0: All right. Next. Next. Pax. Hello. When you say the dog is rushing you, you mean pulling and wanting to go faster?
1: Rushing you means coming at you. Coming at you. Coming at you, not away from you. Right.
0: So that's what that means. When a dog is rushing you, like awfully, he's just charging at you.
1: Right. It's just, so I don't kick dogs that are pulling me. No. I'm talking about literally a, a dog that is coming at you to most likely cause harm or to jump on you. It's called self. It's called self-preservation of your loved ones, yourself, your family, your children. That's what it's called. And your dogs. Next.
0: Laura, the timing thing between no and correction and when to use the act of God correction is something I have trouble with. Also, how long do I give my dog between the no and the correction? If he complies, do I go on ignoring him or do I do yes and a reward?
1: Don't do yes and a reward. Don't say yes after no. So if you say no and a dog stops the behavior, you don't follow it up with yes. Okay, Angelo takes a candy bar from Walgreens. We're in the parking lot. I see the candy bar. I'm like, number one, you don't need candy. Number two, I sure as fuck didn't pay for that. And you don't got your own money, kid. All right. So, well, he does, but he doesn't have access to it. So he brings it back in. He admits that he stole it, brings it back in, comes back out. Think I'm going to give him five bucks? Hell no. Nor do I give him five dollars for not stealing the candy bar. What was the basis of this question?
0: When you say no, okay, can I answer it?
1: So the timing of no, your marker, you've got time. Usually it's two seconds, a one count, a two count.
0: Agreed. But she's saying now if the dog self-corrects, let's say the dog gets off place, she says no and it runs back. Does she correct?
1: Depends what level of training you are at. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. you go deeper than that?
0: Yeah, because I feel like that's a big one. Like, I think at every single go home, I spend like 30 minutes elaborating on this. Like, yes. if you're just starting out on your training journey, you should follow through. You said no, and yeah. your no has to have meaning, even if that dog goes back to the bed. Otherwise, your no gets so diluted right. and it just becomes a warning. No. And then next time you'll say no, and they'll wait even longer. They'll wait for you to maybe take a couple steps and use spatial pressure. It's like, no means no, means no. There's always a consequence. Eventually, you get to the point where, yeah, you say no, and like they just do it. But if it's the very beginning and your dog doesn't really respect you all that much, follow through with the correction. Right. Hopefully that clarifies things for you.
1: Thank you. Seriously, thank you. You're welcome. Next.
0: Um,. Cherry Bomb, related to reactive GSC questions, similar situation. Geesh, everyone's got this going on. How should I handle it when we're on a leash and approached by another dog to avoid reactivity getting worse?
1: So we have a, by the way, we on our academy, we have a leash reactive um, course that you can take. At the beginning, first of all, you want to make sure your dog is under control. Second of all, you want to be able to recognize if your dog is aroused and you want to stop the arousal. That's what you want to do. Then you can also start creating space at the beginning of your journey. And you want to correct the first sign of arousal. Do not wait till your dog gets reactive. A lot of times we actually have people correct at the very beginning of the walk. It's called the pre-walk punisher just because your dog is so reactive on every walk. So you're setting the tone. You're not thinking negatively i'm a very positive thinker but i'm also going to say you know what every single t- time i walk with you you act like a jerk i'm going to start correcting you at the beginning of the walk to set the tone because right now what's going through your mind you little dog is you're hunting dogs you're thinking about you know hunting dogs so we're going to correct you now for that thought process but that is a, that has dramatically changed the relationship with the dog in a good way next
0: Crystal, pure positive, force-free is a joke. When leading your reactive dog around with a lot with a hot dog on the end of the nose doesn't work, they will kick you out. The dogs they train will always be kept out of public places and away from distractions. Right.
1: So it's not a joke, but it just has limits. But we also have to put everything into context. And there's no such thing as force-free. So what was, what was the question?
0: I was just saying it's so, a
1: joke. So, there's no, there's no such thing as pure positive. No, kick you out of class. Okay? But positive reinforcement training does work. There is no such thing as force free. That is a marketing slogan. As soon as the leash is on the dog, force yeah, is yeah. being used. Okay? There is a, it's that, there, it, there's no such thing as force free. That is a marketing slogan to just like, now they've got like pain free vets. Really? So my dog broke its leg. What are you gonna do? Just
0: sedate it. It's
1: called massive amounts of sedation.
0: Tons of drugs instead. Yep. Next. Phil said thank you, Jane. J. Love your clear and simple advice. You're welcome, You're Phil. You're welcome, thank Phil. You. Lisa said laughing my ass off. Uh, I don't know what that's about. She's funny. Linda, major thanks to Joelle for her posts a while back about nail trimming. She also messaged me some advice, and I'm successfully trimming and dremeling my dog's nails and shaving his Grinch toes. I would have never attempted it nice. without Joelle's help. Nice, awesome yeah. job, Linda. Yeah,
1: Joelle has cut a lot of um, a lot of dogs' nails. We yeah. are actually our next course. We're actually looking for a dog in the Bradenton, Sarasota mm. area who cannot get their nails cut goes nuts tries to bite you crocodile rolls bucks two or three handlers off of them screams and yells shits and pisses when you try to cut its nails that's the dog we're looking for for the course there's no cost to you whatsoever but we get to videotape all the content and i get to shit get shit and pissed on
0: yeah so that
1: that's a photo op right there next
0: lisa said make it really suck
1: yep that's what she said.
0: Sid, glad you don't care about the haters because of your educating us. I no longer care about them or folks that do no. not agree with our training methods. It works, bottom no. line.
1: I rem- I've been getting hate since the radio show days, which goes back nine, 18 years. I remember this is pre, like pre-email. like um, eh, pre There might have been email. It's definitely pre-Facebook, definitely pre-Instagram, pre-YouTube, I believe. I believe, for YouTube. So I was on the radio, and um, it's a large radio station. I was on a Saturday morning, had my own show. It's called the What Would Jeff Do Show. And it was on Saturday mornings, I think, at 9 a.m., I think. And um, one day I got called into the uh, general manager's office. And he's the general manager of all the radio stations, so all five or six radio stations that they have in in the whole complex. And he sat me down. He's got this big desk. And he's all official because he's the manager of a radio station. You know, it's all corporate shit there. You know, Citadel. And um, sits me down and he goes, pulls out this letter, he hands it to me. It's a letter from, at the time, a very well-known, you know, dog trainer. I guess it was the internet was there because I remember the guy had a dog training YouTube channel. He still exists today. Um and he still doesn't like you. He still doesn't like me. So it's like, and I'm like, I, and I still have empathy for him. I don't yeah. dislike him. I have empathy for him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? You're hanging on to that shit for this long? So I can I have empathy for anybody that doesn't like me. I got empathy, empathy, empathy for any of the haters out there. I do. I do. And I hope you find peace. So it goes on to say, Bob, Bob, you know, all this bullshit about me. And then it's like, him and all of his followers are going to get all of his. They're going to call all of my um, advertisers. And they did. They started calling all my advertisers. And they're going to. So
0: that was cancel culture pre internet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But well, cancel made... culture has been going on since the Stone Age. They just
0: made angry phone calls. Right.
1: They made angry. Well, this was a letter. Right. They did a letter writing campaign. There's no such thing as change.org. You said they called your.
0: your. No, this
1: was a letter. No, this was a. No, they wrote him a letter and they started calling the advertisers. Right. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. So. So he goes on and saying, you know, it says, you know, we're going to call your advertisers. We're going to get you to, you know, to quit your show, stop sponsoring you, blah, 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 blah. And my, my, my general manager's got the serious tone. I read it and I laugh. I'm like, yeah, that's not, you know, whatever. I'm not surprised. So my general manager looks at me with a serious look, cracks a smile, gives me a high five. He's like, Jeff, you're doing a good job. Keep it up. Next.
0: Um, okay, Cherry Bomb, almost two-year-old GSD mix, do you have thoughts on neutering in relation to separation anxiety? Some research indicates that doing it early can make anxiety worse. I'm sure how much longer to wait.
1: So first of all, what research says that? Was it peer-reviewed? How many dogs were used? Who did it? What was the setup? Did they use owners' advice, owners to owners fill out the surveys? Or do they actually do an actual study that was a controlled study and they did, did they use a placebo? All I know is this. 99% of the dogs that we work with are de-sexed. And they have every bad behavior out there that exists, including separation anxiety. Did the de-sexing make it worse? Most likely not. Why? because we do also work with intact dogs. And those dogs also have every bad behavior that exists. Meanwhile, there are dogs that are both intact and desexed that are wonderfully behaved. The act of desexing a dog, most likely too young, probably does have some issues. I'm not a vet, I don't have that knowledge base, that's not what I do, but I can imagine that it does. Just because of the way that animal bodies work. Which I also don't know enough about. So I'm sort of speaking out of my ass right now. All I know is this. Intact or not intact, we can stop separation anxiety. We do it all the time. We're really good at it. And I don't give a flying fuck whether your dog is desexed or not. Next.
0: Uh, Mandy said ditto on the thank you for the help. Anxious, aggressive rr they put several things to include 12 milligrams of clonazepam for storm separation anxiety and fear reactive snapping because i wanted to avoid an e-collar guess what drugs didn't work e-collar helped are we perfect no but we are a shit ton better lol yeah
1: you sit and a one-on-one on
0: one with jeff to make sure i was handling it
1: properly yeah so i'm not against drugs but i'm just not seeing them change behaviors unless you're fucking just Give them so many damn drugs, they're walking around they're like a like, fucking zombie.
0: Right. You know and your dog's just fucking. It's so true. Day.
1: And I remember we had a client once. who was like, yeah, my dog's on so many drugs, they're like a zombie. They're literally like walking around like
0: like what quality like, of life? And it's
1: like a zombie. It's like he's like, guess what? He doesn't behave badly anymore. I'm like, yeah, but he can barely walk. Right. Next.
0: Carol, thank you so much. Cracking up. Jess, you can put me in your book under weirdest fucking questions asked. <laughs> With the birds that is bizarre well this
1: will be turned into probably uh mckenzie
0: probably be a clip M-
1: Mackenzie, you have a lot of great clips to make from this show it's i feel bad because she's today's the last day of her vacation yeah so so mckenzie when you get back and you relax for three hours
0: yeah jump into
1: the show and oh, start making start making clips hon. we love you
0: mandy and a one-on-one with jeff to make sure i already read Never that, that one, yeah. just kidding ofer When I tell my dog to down when she's not next to me, she will first recall. How do I get her to down in place? (gasps) Send us a video.
1: So so Ofer, you're going to get an email from me tomorrow and we're going to actually help you virtually and we're going to use you as a demo to promote the inner circle.
0: This is just because Oprah's in the inner circle, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Little things like this, we're going to help people so, troubleshoot in the inner circle. So we're not giving
1: you the answer tonight. I'm
0: going to put a link up to because
1: it. Because we want to save, save this for the inner circle question, all right?
0: If you guys are interested in joining the inner circle, I'm linking it, and it is 15% off right now. Doors are closing, I think, in one more week.
1: Yes. So and, we're yes. limiting
0: seats. Um, it's going to be a very exclusive class so that we can help everybody who needs to help.
1: I'm going link it lists everything and that it's about, that right? Link, yeah, yeah. All the
0: details are yeah. there. Um, and it'll never be
1: on sale again.
0: Code. Be, I'll type the coupon code too. It's always going
1: to be, it's always going to be full price.
0: Use the code this. inner circle 15, all lowercase letters. You'll get 15% off your yep. admission. Yep. Okay. Um, Laura said, yes. Thanks Joel. He waits and I start losing my patience. He reacts more to that than to the no. Yeah, of course, because you're getting frustrated, and you're probably getting close, and, like, yep. it just shouldn't have to be that hard. So, yeah. say no calmly, and just have your no have a lot of meaning behind it yeah. with your tools.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then everybody's cool. That's why we
1: love tools. You don't have to yell at your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um,
0: Michael, hey Jeff. I was the one in Phoenix with the Dutchy. You had a battle, if you remember. Oh my God! Oh, I remember that dog.
1: Oh, we we talk Woo! about you, we talk about your dog all the time. I had that
0: seminar, and I remember seeing the videos. I was like, Oh, oh we shit. talk about that
1: dog all the time.
0: He said, Just an update. He's doing so much better. Look at that! <gasps> wow.
1: Yep. This is a dog I had a choke out.
0: The dog thing that went after you, like every
1: time you move. I every, This is a dog. This is a Dutch Shepherd, under a year old. The, he had the dog. And I'm like, let me just, you know, grab the leash. I went to grab the leash. The dog freaking came at me, made contact with my hand. Thank God the owner, who's very knowledgeable, actually. Wonderful couple. Really, really nice couple. And um, that's the great thing about I miss about the seminars is all the great people that I meet on the road. Um, but uh, that dog, I grabbed the leash. I would move one inch to the right. Lunge at my face. Lunge to the left. Lunge at. I would do anything. He wouldn't stop lunging at me. He literally. We're talking about every time I made just a movement, he'd lunge at me. I had to choke him out. And it's just like. But guess what? After that. Great. He was great. He was great. But then I gave them an action plan, and I'm so glad that you guys are making progress. And you know why you're making progress? Because of all the kick-ass work that you are doing that you are, the both of you are doing. That is why. That is why. I'm sure you're getting some help too, but still. But you're doing the hard work. You are doing the hard work. So I'm really, really proud of you. And thank you so much for being there. And keep us updated because that dog was one of our more, like, I get a lot of bad dogs at seminars. I get dogs constantly trying to attack me. But that dog was an interesting one. And just all I can say is, Thank God for muzzles, and thank God for quick reactions, and thank God for my skill set because, woof! I don't even want to get muzzle punched. Thank you very much. Next, especially in the face.
0: Yeah, cherry bomb with a leash reactivity question. I was asking more about when my dog is doing good and an off-leash dog runs up and gets in his face. Oh,
1: first of all, yes, you can reward, but you know what though? I'd be careful. I'd reward way after the events, not way, not like two days after, but. I would like you, Cherry Bomb, to start becoming more of a badass. Put your dog gently behind you, stand in front of your dog, and stop that dog from doing that because it might not work out and you might end up in a dog fight. So I'd like you to start advocating for your dog a little bit more. That'll also help the leash reactivity, but also for overall safety. Next. Seven. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. Tam. Tam. It was
1: a fast hour. Remember these two-hour shows we used to do? Please. All right, guys. We got to go. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. For yeah. all the folks that are in my Zoom room, you'll see me on Tuesday. And that's the one thing about Zoom is we also do this video face-to-face. Like, I see you and I hear you. That's what I love about the Zoom room. Andrew, you got a couple of words?
0: Hey. Uh, hi. Good night and bye. Thank you. He's a different script every time.
1: Yeah, it's good. Best words
0: ever. Yes,
1: they were. Words Words to remember. Words to live by. All right, and die by. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much.
0: Good night.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.